<laughs> I know, I'm so helpful. Hey everyone, this is Nick O'Neill, host of the Sportkite podcast and founder of sportkite.org, and I wanted to thank you for tuning in and listening. You're probably wondering why it sounds a little bit different this time, and that's because we are on the road, myself and Paul DeBacher, we are on the road somewhere in Texas, I believe we are just outside of San Antonio, Yes, and, <laughs> and we are driving down towards South Padre Island for the South Padre Island Kite Festival. Uh, we were supposed to fly in last night, but got kind of laid over in Dallas because of a winter storm warning and flight cancellations. flight cancellations and all that good stuff. So instead, we opted to drive. Luggage lost. <laughs> Our luggage wasn't lost; it was held up, and we we had to wait a few hours. Okay. For the the very nice gate people. This is true. This is very true. <laughs> And figure out how to drive around Dallas-Fort Worth Airport between all the terminals. Not the easiest of airports to navigate. No. So, yeah, we are on the road now, so if you hear some background noise or uh, you hear us talking about directions and stuff like that, that's, that's what's going on. Uh, but yeah, I wanted to take a few minutes just to kind of drop a short episode. I had a handful of other interviews and stuff lined up, but of course with the delays in getting to South Padre, not able to publish those as expected. So we're going to talk about what is going on in the sport kite world. And first and foremost, we've got the sport kite camp we're sitting here in the car talking about bringing back sport kite camp it was supposed to happen the year that covid hit but of course covid shut everything down but now things are looking better so we're looking at uh, hosting a sport kite camp most likely in summer on the west coast in uh, washington state we'll have more details about it in in the near future you'll find out information about that on the facebook page for sportkite.org and also the website we'll keep all the information and the event details there but the basic premise is that we have a dual line centered adult camp now if you're a quad line flyer we're not going to say you can't come but again this is you know trying to get all the dual line flyers together to hang out to share some stoke maybe share some skills learn some stuff play with gear share some meals beach bonfires good music stuff like that uh so yeah do stay tuned for details we're just trying to get the last little kind of i's dotted and t's crossed before we make it all public and then we'll post that on the facebook page and the website so some of the other things, I guess, that are going on in the sport kite world or just in my personal world is I'm working on trying to make better quality videos, both of kite flying and stuff like that, and share that with folks out there. And I've been, you know, taking some, some classes and doing some research, and a lot of it heavily talks about storytelling and telling a story through your video that captures people's attention. Now, I know this sounds like kind of basic information, but it is something that really hits home to me when I watch a handful of videos, either my old ones or other ones, and it's just static flying in a kite out there, and it gets kind of boring. I, I kind of lose interest. It's like, well, what's happening is I'm not... I'm not getting hooked. I'm not buying into what's going on unless I already know a lot of the backstory of, of what's going there. 
And, of course, I'm sitting here thinking about that and thinking how I'm going to make some good videos while down here at South Padre while Paul is choreographing his routine or going through his choreography for his indoor performance. And it's much of kind of the same thought, right, is that choreography also has to tell a story when you're flying when you're flying your kite specifically for an audience, if you're doing it for yourself, it's a little bit different. But if you're flying for an audience, you do want to kind of tell the story of what is going on, hopefully in time with the music, <laughs> and hopefully the same story as what the music is either telling or suggesting. Especially with the suspense there between the two of us, fucking... Just make it happen. <laughs> Again, we're on the road, some some random little interjections, but uh, what Paul is suggesting is that he may be willing to do uh, basic putting moves to music choreography uh, for those that would want to attend the camp and kind of help folks better understand how to interpret or how to tell the story. With their kite, how? Yeah, basically a, a, a abbreviated or, or much more informal version of the the workshop. I, I've been doing a couple of times for for the AKA. Okay, I think that'd be great. We should make that happen. So there you go. You got another another thing that'll be at Sport Kite Camp. That is also something we're sitting here talking about on the road. Is choreography. So those that would be interested in in learning how to tell the story with their kite. Awesome. All right. So one of the other things that's kind of going on in the works while we're sitting here doing winter events is talking with a handful of the summer events that are making plans. And they're looking at how they can better incorporate a learn-to-fly field for sport kite flyers, single-line flyers, all of that. Something that really helps engage the public and also helps people get out there and do their thing, share their love, share their stoke. And, you know, hopefully, especially from our camp, our point of view, hopefully it's hooking people into really wanting to fly sport kites because we all know that when you take something out and it just crashes repeatedly, it's, it's frustrating and you give up. And just five minutes of instruction can make or break most people's experience when it comes to flying a sport kite. So uh, I would love to know what suggestions other folks have if they've either run a, a teaching field or something of that caliber. If, if you could send in your comments, your thoughts, your suggestions to info at sportkite.org, that would be awesome. Uh, and I will credit you and include you in the overall plan that is going out to a handful of these festivals, kind of help them better understand how they can serve the public and serve us. So yeah, reach out to us either at the email or on the Facebook page. Speaking of training fields, uh, something I really am excited is to share an interview I did with Brett and Bonnie Voland from Treasure Island when we were down there. They are the head of a after-school kids kite club that introduces middle schoolers to dual-line flying and then 
actually takes them up to competition level and they do a competition at the Treasure Island Kite Festival. So do stay tuned. I will be publishing that interview most likely in the coming weeks. And I'm really excited to share that because they have a lot of insight on getting kids involved and these kids are actually active kite flyers now. They they work up to buying their own kite, and they're very proud. They have their family with them, and now they have something that they continuously go out to the beach and fly. And another bit of news. On February 12th in the morning, for those of you in Pacific Standard Time, I am hosting a Women of Sport Kite Chat. The idea is that we're actually going to record that and share that here on the Sport Kite Podcast. So look for it in the near future. But if you are a woman and want to join in on that chat, either send us a message on the Facebook page or email or contact us on the website. We'd love to have you. If you're a dude, you're welcome to attend, but do please understand that the main focus is talking about women in sport kite flying and kind of how to foster that space and how to get more of us flying. So if you do have questions that you would like to ask the panel or you have points of interest or something like that, go ahead and send me your questions and we'll ask them during the panel. Uh, for everyone else, you'll be able to listen to it here on the Sport Kite Podcast in a coming episode. We are looking at hosting some more of these global chats, just all-around chats uh, or kind of specific ones tailored to certain topics, stuff like that in the coming months. So make sure you have followed the website and the Facebook page. We'll be posting more of that there. And, of course, we'll be talking about it here on the Sport Kite Podcast. So, man, I feel like I've said Sport Kite a ton of times in this. It's It's habit. I have stickers that say sport kite, and I'm going to be... <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just feel repetitive. I, uh, yeah, this is the plastic bag part podcast would be a little bit awkward. Yeah, but I mean, don't have very much cinnamon, is what I'm True, true. All right, so uh, with that, I'm going to go ahead and close out. Again, this is just a short episode to let you guys kind of know about some of the stuff that's going on. And, yeah, really looking forward to hearing from you on various things. Very excited if we can get the Sport Kite Camp up and running again. Uh, That's going to be a lot of fun and would love to see you guys out there. So uh, talk to you later. Bye.